again. Did what? Back at you with another thrilling episode of Hoops, I Did It Again. I'm John Wilson. I'm caffeinated. Wilfredo Perez has got his cup of coffee. And your boy Chris Brooklier, he's eating a banana. Yes, I am. That is correct. That is, that's real news. You're so much healthier than we are. Actually, no, I just read coffee is actually really good for you, so. It's, my two roommates are just like built out of stone, so I just try to be anywhere close to them in terms of physical stature. <laughs> shout out Tommy, shout out Vincent. I had an organic energy drink. Does that count as being healthy? It sounds really highball of you. It was delicious. You know, you're gonna highball me with the offer? Yeah, we, we got a sponsor coming up. That's what we got. <laughs> <laughs> It was delicious. So obviously the biggest news uh, of the past week was the Sacramento Kings, right? Uh I actually think that met our quota of talking about the Kings this week. So really, moving on to some actually bigger news. Um, I want to talk about Joel Embiid and the night that he had last night in uh, in Los Angeles. 46 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, 7 blocks. He finally got unleashed minute-wise. He played over 30. Was it 35, 34? 34. Somewhere yeah. in that range. You guys, is this is this possibly the, the next best player in the NBA? Ooh. I mean when I mean this is it though, like when he plays he's great, but that's that's yeah, but the that's the first part of the, the sentence is when he I mean, plays. Thir- thirty four minutes, forty six points, fifteen rebounds, seven assists, seven blocks. I think that number hadn't been done since the early eighties. They, so I know, they some... said that game that this type of game had never been done ever. I think it was like wait, I thought Dr. I saw Dr. Well, Dr. J, J was yeah. the last one, but, but it was, but it was he more he minutes. Get right? More minutes, and he also didn't get 15 rebounds. Yeah. Mm. And he only had like five And he had fewer assists, points. Five yeah. blocks. Yep. Actually, his per 36 would be higher. Yes. Because he only played 34. And you look at the type <laughs> of... So, first of all, Embiid looks, looks amazing. You look at the type of game Ben Simmons is bringing right now as a rookie as well. I mean, the process... I mean, Hinky looks like he was on to something. Yeah. Could have had Porzingis, though. No. Yeah, so tell me about that. Thank you. I love Jaleel Okafor. I'm a I'm a Jaleel Okafor like minor league fan. You've got you've got all that stock, buddy. But in, in five years, two of the top five players in the NBA could be on the they, Sixers. They could have had, and we're not even talking about Markel Fultz. They could have had Porzingis too. Like okay. imagine a lot, having a lot of teams could have. I thought you were yeah, talking about I, Robert Covington. Yeah. Hey, he's good too. He's really good. <laughs> what about uh, my favorite thing though is uh, Joel Embiid's troll game. You know. He'd, they ask him, how are you feeling? He said it was 50%, you know, conditioning is not up. And he goes, I'm feeling about 69%. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. You look through the comments and they're all just nice. He, nice. <laughs> nice. I, shared that, I shared it on Twitter and said nice as well. He is that the perfect is awesome. mo- millennial NBA player. Him and, because his Instagram him and Porzingis game, are just like Twitter made game. for the 21st century. I just love it. I like that he also said uh, Lonzo's... What do you say? I like Lonzo's game. No shot. Like as he was the double entendre. I'm not taking shots at him, but Lonzo also doesn't have a shot. Mm. I heard that you didn't know what a double entendre was until a Jay Z song. Though. Yeah. Well, Logan's also not that intelligent. So. Shout out Logan. Shout, Shout out, out Logan. Embiid is just. This is obviously his most dominating game, right? Fifty. If you just put up 15 points, or 46 points, I should say, 15 rebounds. Like that's like a wow. And then you add seven assists and seven blocks. And the Eurostep. Are you kidding me? And a Eurostep. Oh, that Euro. 
that Eurostep, it was it was so smooth. It was like he was so tight. How do you make himself so skinny and then he just got to... Oh my God, this guy is just... But th but this is like, I mean, I think I referenced it last week. I mean, this is it. You, you play him only 40 games during the season and then you're going to get this in the postseason. How do you get his conditioning up to 100% by not playing him enough minutes? Can, can it be done? I mean, you're saying conditioning versus just rest. Versus so like not putting muscles, you know, not basically putting uh, wear and tear on that on that body. Talking about his troll game too on Instagram, he posted, uh, what a night, all exclamation points, hashtag the process with a picture of him just like throwing up a layup over a falling Lonzo ball. And then he checks in from LaVar Far's Iran. <laughs> so he checks in from LaVar. I mean, this, is, this guy is just, he's killing it off the court. He's killing it on the amazing. court. I mean, if he truly is healthy, he cannot be playing fewer than 30 minutes a night. So who, on their on their top level, their peak, I'm not talking consistent, who who is, uh, who could be better? The Porzing God or Embiid, who strangely doesn't, doesn't have, besides the process, which is like, not only his nickname, doesn't have a great nickname. Who's better? Who could be better? Porzingis, Embiid. Wow. Because they're both two-way players. Yeah. I mean, I would say Embiid's a little but. smoother. Embiid's a little slower. Yeah. Uh, I would say smoother, though. Like, he looks more fluid. He does. Like, Porzingis is probably a better shot blocker, but Embiid's a better body. Like, if you want to guard somebody with your I body. I mean, if we forget, I mean, because we're comparing seven players, but Porzingis is 7'3". Tallest guy in the NBA, yeah, I, think. I think. I think Embiid is 7'1". Well, I know, but that's just two. I mean, so here's the thing. I know it's, like, only two inches, but when you're comparing a 6'8", Garbage yeah. six, six, ten. six or 6'10". I mean, those two inches matter. Their body types are a little said. bit different, too. <laughs> John, John would, would know. John! John would have good. That's what she said. <laughs> Shout out Michael Scott. Yeah. Gary. Michael Gary Scott. That's what she said. <laughs> Michael. Michael, please. I would take him, but I don't... I mean, I could be swayed so easily. I think the question of who do you take depends on what the rest of the roster looks like, because you could take either one. Mm. How but different do, are their skill sets, honestly? They're really this, the same, right? right? They hit threes. They can, I'd, I'd probably say Porzingis probably has a better... Uh, better shot. Better off the dribble game. But you also want Porzingis, not Porzingis, you also want Embiid more often than not in the low post. I mean, yes, he can do the rest of the stuff. Well, Embiid's just a little more built. He seems yeah. probably stronger. Yeah. And then uh, Porzingis is probably better out in the break. You know, he might leak out more. It's like it's like Cousins, you know, Cousins can hit threes, he can step out, but you'd rather have him down on the block. Yeah, but now he's just, he shoots too many threes, probably yeah. say. I will say there's something but they, that- But New okay. Orleans has finally started to put him back. Well, they don't have the any rim. other shooters. That's, that's a different kind of story. That's true. I would say this though, with uh, Porzingis, something that I don't think I've seen from Embiid, which was nice actually, um, to be fair, even though he got he lost the battle. Him on LeBron, which I, I know what we're gonna go get to in a little mm -hmm. bit, but the fact that he was the guy on LeBron, that they trusted him to be the guy on LeBron, it wasn't like a, a bad switch. It was just, this is like a long body to put in front of LeBron. I kind of saw that as a, a barometer for like this guy could be the, their best two-way player. I mean, I know you got like Frank, French Frank, but French Frank is also a point guard. Yeah. I I saw that. I don't think Embiid, you can put Embiid in the perimeter against LeBron. And and really yeah, expect I think to that's succeed. A, that's I think LeBron will blow right by him. That's yeah. a good point. 
Did you all also, did you see did you see when uh Dirk got switched onto LeBron oh, with yeah. four with four seconds uh, left on the shot clock uh, and LeBron fake like he's about to go up yeah. and look like Dirk just fell mm. into the floor and LeBron dunked it on him. How does that happen? Well, you left Dirk like at the three-point line. All you got to do is, is stay in front of him for four seconds. Or, or just let him shoot. Or just let him shoot or yeah. back off of him. That was hilarious. That really shows you, you how bad Dirk is If you is really slow the video down and watch it, Dirk bites when LeBron's standing still. Yeah. LeBron's just standing there. Dirk, like, falls to his left out of nowhere. He almost he almost gave LeBron yeah, the lane. It was, it was sad. It was sad. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I love Dirk way too much to, to speak ill. Oh, we all love Dirk. I know, I know. Dirk is uh, he's the original stretch four. Dirk's a goat. I don't care what anyone says. Mm. Just on and off the How court. How many goats are there if Dirk is a goat? He's he's he might be the best on and off. Is court he the, Dirk. is he a your goat? Like he's the current goat? your goat. He's a your until goat until Porzingis Porzingis career you know what? passes. Porzingis has a lot to do Dirk. off the court to pass him though. I mean he's he's royalty. Okay. Literally, he's royalty. Yeah. I mean. I know many, where you're going with that. How many NBA players are royalty? Yeah. Like, and she's she's. Gorgeous. He has King, an King amazing James. wife. Huh? King James. I mean, King James self-proclaimed royalty, but but Porzingis is like coming to America royalty. Dude, and Dirk <laughs> also went to. Didn't they have the wedding in Africa? They did. No, they had. I think they yeah. had multiple. They is, might, it might have had multiple Dirk ceremonies. Dirk is a legend. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wasn't didn't Dirk? Wasn't he with some lady that was like stealing his fortune or something? No. Did he get divorced? Or something? No. I feel like that, that came out else. after he won the title. Somebody else. Huh? He's been, he's been married, married for a while. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but, but yes, back to back to Embiid. Embiid is well. Unless you guys, uh, would you guys like to switch topics? I was actually going to say, I think, yeah. I think Wolf bringing up LeBron yeah, is a perfect time that. to segue. Uh, LeBron, while being interviewed, decided to take some shots at Phil Jackson and said that uh, they could have had Dennis Smith instead of French Frank. Well, Unfair, by the way. Unfair. Uh, which he later clarified he wasn't trying to take a shot at at French Frank. He was trying to take a shot at Phil, but. Obvious for obvious reasons, Frank took it personally, and as Cantor, is very takes, vocal person, everything especially personally. took it personally and and uh, lashed out vocally against LeBron in the game as New York was getting out to their 20-point lead. Um, I forgot what the exact play was, but I remember French Frank came up and bumps LeBron. Mm -hmm. Cantor gets in LeBron's face. LeBron just kind of kind of wipes them both away. Ends up that Corver goes off in the fourth quarter, Cavs come back from that 20 point down, and then LeBron hits a freaking yeah. three in Porzingis' face uh, to put the Cavs up for good. So LeBron with the last laugh, he stands on the, the Knicks logo, a la T.O. With, with the star. Um, I hated T.O. You know, I don't, I don't know about that. I, go, continue what you're saying, but I want to talk about it. And then Cantor afterwards calls him a queen, a princess. I mean, it was, you want to talk about epic levels of petty, that game had it all. That Pecky game was like Stefan from uh, SNL going, this game had it all. It had rookies, it had queens, it had Cantor. It was amazing. There goes John's one SNL reference. I feel like it's not the only one because thanks to Keenan. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Keenan's LeVar was pretty good. So, man, there's so many things about this game to break down. I, look, for basketball purposes, I want obviously the Celtics and Cavs. But I'll take a seven-game series between these two teams any day of the week. Over, I just I think these two teams are so entertaining. Like the the New York like anytime anything in New York is bigger at MSG, but now you actually have a uh, you know like a team that's decent and a star 
and uh, I was listening to Jalen Jacoby. Shout out to Jalen Jacoby. Shout and out. Jalen pointed out that he believes that if LeBron leaves, New York could be a potential destination. Oh. And that I heard LeBron be. doesn't like MSG. Yeah. Oh. 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 Yeah. He does. Very healthy. Uh, He's a very healthy guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, but I'm saying, but he's doing a lot of New York references, and like you were saying, a la To, and I think it was different. I think it was more of like homage, him saying it's his favorite arena and all that stuff. Like To was disrespecting the star and the Cowboys. I yeah. think shout Bob out was, George Teague. Shout out George Teague. That's still one of the best moments in Cowboy history. Oh yeah. Um, so I you think, mentioned seven game series though. Politics, it's still yeah. possible that the Cavs play the Knicks before they play the Celtics. Yeah, well, like four or five. The way it's going. <laughs> I mean, two, seven. We, we don't know, but I, I thought it was great. LeBron obviously still is the king, the king of New York, the king of Cleveland, the king of basketball. Um, but the Knicks showed something. I mean, I guess you know they 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 are they're still a player away. They got to get. I think he's trying to say Cantor's got to get out if you want me to come to New York. <laughs> I think that's what he's proclaiming. Get this guy out of here. You know, some people talk about uh, LeBron being in. In uh, Space Jam, I think he would be better suited in Mean Girls. You can't sit with us! These sweatpants are all that fits me right now. Because <laughs> that guy just has all these middle school gossip what I, quabbles. You know what I like, though? I like that LeBron's finally comfortable with himself enough to just say, screw it. I'm going to have these social media feuds. I'm going to so passive aggressive. <laughs> If you go, if you don't like Phil Jackson, just be like. No, he said it. He did. He said yeah. no. That was yeah, a shot. He, he, he called him the old man. It's yeah, not he passive he aggressive came out to against say French I'm... Frank first. But it was directed at Phil. It wasn't directed at French Frank. Yeah, but you just say he could have said Phil made a mistake by not choosing yeah. Dennis Smith. Not they should have chose Dennis Smith over French. Well, Frank. he didn't actually say over French Frank. You will he... not disrespect French Frank no, like that. He didn't say that. He said they should have drafted Dennis Smith. They made a mistake by not drafting Dennis Smith. Yeah, which is I didn't. It's not. It wasn't a shot at. French Frank, obviously, but you could have said initially, Phil, Phil Jackson, the guy that Genie Bus is uh, engaged to, that man. I think it was. They're, they're not anymore. They're not anymore. Not anymore. No. Oh, breaking news alert. <laughs> breaking news as of like three years ago. Yep. Hearts. Phil's heart was broken, and then his All right, NBA. So, so we talked about as well. I don't know if you guys have heard, but uh, LeBron's gonna be a free agent next year. Mm -hmm. Have you Have you heard? Oh. Have you heard? Breaking news. You've heard. Have you heard? Breaking news. Someone. Uh, I think this was on the Jalen Jacoby pod. They surmised, would LeBron stay in Cleveland if Dan Gilbert gave him a share of the team? Oh. What do you think? Help him think? get into ownership? Yeah, like, like his first thing, soiree into ownership. Same thing happened with Billy Bean, where they, ate, he was, they were going to lose him to the Red Sox, and then they gave him a stake of the ownership, so now he's never going to be fired. That's as how the, the Wizards got Jordan. Yeah. The, same thing's probably gonna happen with LeBron, right? I mean, you gotta figure LeBron has the best shot at being an owner out of any of the current NBA players when he retires. I mean, he's gonna be close to a billionaire by the time he retires with all the endorsements and his like lifetime Nike contract. So maybe, yeah, I mean, getting a small share of the team and a, his hometown team, if that, that'd be a little incentive to, to stay. I think the Mavs did that with Dirk. I always oh, thought that shit. the Spurs were going to do that with Duncan, to be honest with you. I just, I always just thought that, yeah. but um, that's not terrible. I think Pop would give, probably get a share before Duncan. I don't think you can do that, though. I think that's yeah, why Jordan like had to hush, sell his... It's a hush-hush. Uh, well, hush-hush, yeah. I think he hates Dan Gilbert. I don't think he would want to be a partner with Dan, Dan Gilbert at all. Yeah, I, I, like, if you think about, let's say he gets 1% of the team, and the way that these... 
uh, yeah. uh, values are rising in the NBA. That's a huge thing. But LeBron's got, LeBron has his own money, obviously. But LeBron has a lot of people with money that are invested in LeBron and that he knows. And yeah, he would want to drive out. I, I think I think he would. Yeah, I think he would have his own group, ownership group, ready to mm. pounce on a situation. But if there was a way to keep him, agree that would probably be it. Yeah. And then and then he fired. Dan. Great pondering. Yeah. Uh, we need to move on to our three teams. That will Fredo challenge Ooh. us to Ooh. cover. Yes, I really love week. this. By the way, this I is think really it was a cool. good idea. I, I, I should have brought my left set of randomized for new teams. But I'm not a fan of homework, so it was a little bit of a pulling teeth for me. But I made it happen. Phone? Uh, I can try. I can try. I made it work. Ooh, John has a randomizer. He's got the internet right there. Uh, it may not work. I'm not logged in. Log in. Well, wait. I, actually, you know, what you I said. By on. the way, you said something earlier about MJ and Space Jam. Just want to say shout out. I think you read it. 21 years ago yesterday. That's true. Yeah. I was on Twitter too. Well, it, it was found on Reddit. Just Everything cause you, is- Just cause you get yeah. seen on yeah. one place yeah. doesn't mean it's not- Everything, seen. also Reddit probably had it first. More like, some total, I was on Twitter, Twitter yesterday morning. No, more yeah. like 4chan. Uh, it was 20, 4chan was the first Reddit. It was 21 hours ago. It was on Instagram first, but NBA Reddit posted it afterwards. So technically- 21 savage? 20 years ago, MJ went a perfect 22 for 22 from the field, played the tune squad. To win over the Monsters. Space Jam, one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. I mean, how it's could it not great. be? Even even though you watch it now, it's way worse than it was when you originally watched See, it. See, I disagree because there's Does it all not these, age well for you. There's all these movies that when you watch them when you're a grown up, I, I'm not a grown up yet, but one day I hope to be. Uh, you're like, this movie is not as good. Space Jam stands the test of time. See, I think Space Jam stands the test of time because it's nostalgic for you. But if it just came out as is today, you'd be like, eh, this is kind of cheesy. Uh, but, but, that's, it, that's, but it's forever a great because of what it holds in your heart. That's true. That's true. Oh, that's fair. When I watch it, I, I'm like, oh, this is cheesy. But man, when I was like, when did that, 21 years ago was 96. 96. So I was 10 yeah. years old when it came out. 96. So, I mean, I try to put myself in my 10-year-old frame of mind and not my current frame of mind. I'm still in my 10-year-old frame of mind. Yeah. So that's okay. true. Yeah, yeah. That's so my, it's okay. That's, that's why true. we're all so buds. That's I don't, why, and that's I why don't I eat veggies it. and I read comic books, so. I think I am stuck in the <laughs> stuck in my ten year old mind frame. So you don't like Casey veggies? And the fact that you're not like hundred pounds overweight based on those two things alone. Let's see, is I, also don't eat, I also don't eat a lot of junk food. Uh, fair counter. That's a good counter in life. Uh, all, all right, right so up to our teams. Yep. Um, Chris and I have our notes. We'll give Alfredo a chance to pull up his. Chris, you want to lead us off with your yes. investigation into Yes. Um I was blessed this week to have the Minnesota Timberwolves. Shout out, Eric. Shout out, man, love. Who? Hey, who man's is this? Period. Well, I'm going to say like this. Who is this? Who? Eric, man, love. Eric. Now we got man, Eric. love. <laughs> it's man, love between two guys. Oh, God. Isn't that, in, isn't that already implied in man, love? Yeah, but I'm shouting out Scrubs. Shout out Zach Braff. Shout out Donald Faison. I wasn't Faison. a Scrubs watcher. I feel like you'd like Scrubs, John. No, I, I don't dislike it. I'm just saying I just never really I got it. You should, you should pick it up. It's I all like the, the, I like the main Netflix. characters. Shout out Garden State. Great movie by Zach Ooh. Yeah, what what state is that in? New New Jazwa? Yeah. New okay, give old, us some T-Wolves. Give us some T-Wolves. Old Jersey? We need our T-Wolves. All right, T-Wolves, T-Wolves, T-Wolves. All right, well, obviously the highlight of this week was uh, Jimmy Butler falling out of the canoe and screaming. What? <laughs> 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 By the way, uh, that was actually a buddy of mine, Sam Alipore. Wait, that's your buddy? Yeah, by the way. I, yeah. Nice. Good, guy, good your, guy. 
How's he your friend? I met him through my, he's a, he was friends with my roommates uh, when really? I lived in LA. And uh, so I, before he kind of started doing more on camera stuff, he's a good guy. I haven't talked to him in a while, honestly. I would say good acquaintance is probably a stronger, that guy does the coolest stuff. He does really cool stuff. He's been doing a lot of cool stuff lately. Um, yeah, uh, it was. And he was just a writer, um, but now he's doing more on campus stuff. He did the, I think, the Oregon thing or the Olympics. Thing. He did some cool stuff. And that's he. He said in that uh, he did the cryotherapy with Stefan Javale. Well, that that's at the at the spot that my other buddy owns. <laughs> that's how they got linked up. Yeah, really? they're, they're, and they were friends in LA. So good guys. So that. yeah, Sam Alpar, really good guy. Does really good work. I'm really happy for him. He deserves it, honestly. So that was hilarious, uh, first off. And then they faced off against the Warriors. And let's just say, it wasn't pretty. I think you could really tell, the, the Warriors, or the T-Wolves the are a good team, but you could really tell the difference between the Warriors who are playing on a peak level and the, and the Wolves who are still figuring out how to play. I mean, even if you weren't watching that closely, you could just see the pace between the two teams was striking. It was just, the Warriors were always pushing the ball up and not just, not just uh, Durant, Steph, or, or Draymond, it was Sean Livingston, Clay Thompson, um, Andre Iguodala, like everyone. So they were getting all these easy baskets and the T-Wolves come down and it takes them 15 seconds to, to even find a shot. So it's, it's just, I think they're making it too hard on themselves. You know who's having a little bit of resurgence is Taj Gibson. He's he playing pretty well. Well, for plus that. I think Gor Gorgie Jang has been kind of relegated to the bench. Taj Gibson is finally like, yes, I finally can start. Yeah. <laughs> After years and After years, years of being on the bench. Oh God, um, I know. A few other notes that I saw. Um, they don't feed Carl Anthony Towns enough in the post. It's I was like I'm not even, I'm not even a T Wolves fan, but just as a basketball fan, I was like. Give him the ball! He's so deep in the post all the time, and they never feed him because they suck at passing. And Jeff Teague, horrible fit for that team. He dribbles way too much, he's not a great shooter, and he doesn't know how to feed the post. So when Cat does get the ball at the top of the key because that's the only place that they give him the ball, he just shoots threes when he should be in the post. They switch, the Warriors switched uh, onto Towns like multiple times, and they couldn't even feed him. I'm like, what are you doing? It's just like, I don't understand it. Uh, let me continue with my rant. Andrew Wiggins, salivating? He's so big. He should never take a jumper. He always gets to the rim every time. Do it. Why are you, why are you pulling up? Uh, one of my last things, Jimmy Butler, doesn't look right. He doesn't look right. He, doesn't, he looks kind of tentative. And I read a stat where his usage rate is down but that's because all the other guys need to need shots. Like Jeff Teague needs shots, Wiggins needs shots, Towns needs I mean, shots. Towns arguably needs more shots than anybody. If only they had a yeah. point guard who doesn't need shots and could just distribute and play defense. No, R Rubio sucks. I, Rubio's I, awful. I don't understand your hate for Rubio. Sorry. He can't shoot. Well, I was gonna say for a team that can't shoot, you don't need another point guard. Yeah, he who can't, can't shoot. shoot. He um, can't shoot, and he's it's basically like playing four on five. Every time he's on the court. He's a distributor. And he gets the <coughs> line. The Wolves have not one shooter in their starting lineup. All right. I got two more. I got two more notes. So they're up against the Suns six with four minutes ago. Suns go on a 14-0 run. How does that happen? If you're a good team, that doesn't happen. Final note. And this is a classic Tibbs note. Wilfredo would like this. Oh, boy. The five man, the starting five, Butler, Taj Gibson, uh, Towns, Wiggins, and Teague, mm -hmm. they played the most minutes of any five-man group in the league 
That's not surprising. Tibbs oh. rides those starters. Man. Shout out Nick Friedel. That is not surprising. Now they're all going to be hurt. So that's my that's my report. What's their record? They are nine and five overall, and they were two and two since we started following them last week. Nice. Very, Very nice. Well, well done. Toe. Nicely done. Toe. Well done. Yeah. Toe. I learned well a lot about the T Wolves. Um, uh, your you homework is a lot better than mine. Uh, I have some good numbers on the Nuggets, who I was assigned to cover. I didn't get a chance to actually yeah. watch any of their games. So have you got some Nuggets? I've got some Nuggets on the Nuggets. Yeah. You know um, how chicken Nuggets are made? They're, it's really gross. <laughs> yeah, I, we'll, we'll skip, we'll leave that for another Guess another we're day. not getting that McDonald's sponsorship now anymore. <laughs> Thanks, so. I'm more of a chicken selects type of guy. Uh, oh, chicken, what about chicken fries? Yeah. Yeah, those were gross. Those are pretty good. All right, Burger King's out too. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken strips. Wendy's it is. Yeah. Wendy's, we love you. Um, so I didn't get to actually watch any Nuggets games, but I did some statistical homework on them. I read some stuff about them. Go for it. Um, they have a winning record, first of all. So shout out Nuggets. Shout out uh, Mark, uh, Malone, Mike Malone, Malone former he has, Kings coach. There you go. Once had the Kings off to a 9-5 start before DeMarcus Cousins got meningitis, and Ooh. Mike Malone became the scapegoat for some reason. Uh, but so they're eight and six overall. They're floating around middle of the pack in the West. They were tied for the fifth seed uh, as of yesterday. So you're like, man, the Denver Nuggets, they haven't made the playoffs since 2013. Maybe they're onto something. Last year they had the number one, I think the number one offense, or at least the number one pace in the league, but their defense was ranked 29th. So this year, Malone's been kind of trying to sacrifice some of the offense to bring along the defense. So now the offense is kind of pushed back towards, I think it was 13th ranked or so in the league. And the defense has jumped up to like a little past middle of the pack. So their defense has gotten a little better. Okay. Offense has slipped a little bit. <clears throat> However, they're kind of, in terms of wins losses, they're kind of playing like a traditional Denver team right now. Two and four on the road, six and two at home. Ooh, yeah. so altitude will get you. They're, they're taking advantage of teams not being able to run in Denver, but they're not very good uh, away from home. Are they, is, it, is it also, do you attribute it to them just being a young team and young teams just do better at home, generally speaking? They're a pretty young team, right? All to do really makes a difference. I, I know, for sure. I'm just asking if you, mean, there's also that element to it as well. Kind of a young team, but they got um, Millsap, who's kind of like a... That's how I forgot about Millsap. Wilson Chandler. Yeah, he's kind of like, he's a veteran yeah. Is Wilson teacher. Chandler starting? Yeah, he starts at three. Okay. Yeah, Wilson Chandler, Gary Harris has been in for a couple years now. I mean, Jamal still Murray's pretty still pretty young. Yeah, okay. He's only second Moutier, year. Moutier, right? Moutier coming off the bench. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, actually, I think this, Murray's now getting a chance to finally run the point. This, which, is, why we, this is why we're doing it. So I, I, I didn't know this. <laughs> uh, Murray and, and Gary Harris. So the Nuggets, they've won seven of their last ten, which is nice. Huh. But breaking down the teams they've played, uh, they're six and two versus teams below 500, but only two and four versus teams 500 and above. Ooh. So Ooh. they're losing on the road and losing to good teams. I don't know if that's sustainable <clears throat> over the course of, uh, of an entire season to make the playoffs and, and finally get over the hurdle. So of, you think uh, they'll make the playoffs at the end of the season? See, I don't think I don't know if it's enough. Is what I just said. Mm. Mm. I mean, if you're again. If you were to win all your home games, right, you're a 500 team, but you're not going to win every home game. So if you're getting smashed on the road and just, just winning a majority of your home games, it's still under 500 record for the season. So they really got to get better on the road, and they got to get better against teams that are winning teams. Um, looking at the way the guys are uh, spreading the offense, six guys averaging a double figure. So that's, that's kind of nice to see. Led by your boy Joker, 16 and a half points per game. Joker, also the leading rebounder and a sister on the Nuggets. Oh. 
Would you look at that? So you have your you have your big leading in rebounds, points, and assists. So that is the Nuggets. Uh, your nugget for Nuggets. I, that was good. That was I good. That was solid. I didn't get I like to like that. I said. I didn't get to watch any games, but I've looked at stats. I've looked at uh, looked at numbers, and they're a team that needs to get better on the road. Team needs to get better above uh, 500 teams. I think they'll make the playoffs. That's my. That sounds about right. All right. Where are they right now? Their standings. Let me see. I'll pull it up real quick. Just to, just to know. They are, they're six seed, yeah, that's, they're actually ahead of the Pelicans. Ooh, Thunder would miss the playoffs. Thunder would miss the playoffs, that's, that's well, gonna change. Clippers. I know, oh my God, they started so good and then they fell apart. All right, um, we've gotta get out of here soon, so let me quickly to my Power Detroit. Power so we get to our man crushes. Detroit Pistons. Um, so, I watched one game, one full game, and then, like John, I did a little bit more like researching, I watched some highlights, things of that nature. Uh, very entertaining game between them and the uh, Miami Heat the other night. Lots of threes. Um, what I got from them. Okay, so Andre Drummond is really, really good. Like, I forgot how good he really is watching him. And it looks like he's gotten better. Um, he shoot His free throw percentage is, is a career high right now. I believe it's 63%, if I'm not mistaken, which doesn't sound great. But when you look at his free throw percentages from years past, it's amazing. One day he'll um, hit 69%. What, and he could probably just retire that day, I'm sure, right? Nice. Um, yeah, so he, uh, and apparently because his free throw percentage is higher, his minutes per game uh, has gone up because they don't have to take him out as much, which is kind of a nice cog. The biggest thing for me, this, this entire team is like the most improved team in basketball. So not just players, Reggie Jackson finally looks like the Reggie Jackson that he always thought he was, and I guess everyone wished he would become. He looks so good right now. The only issue that happened was last night in their game against the Bucks. So they were riding a five game winning streak, if I'm not mistaken, from before we started covering up to after. And last night, Eric Bledsoe put the hurt on, on him. Yeah, like you could just tell. This was Glad like, I held on to him in fantasy. Whew. Eric Bledsoe, I mean, we can go back to, I'm talking about the Pistons, but Eric Bledsoe, that that could be a game changer for that team because he just shut him down. I think down. they haven't lost since they've. Uh, I don't think they have either, so. to be four honest. Oh, I yeah, believe. I believe so. Um, yeah, four. I think you're right. Four and zero oh, since they got him. <coughs> he put the like blood. Like Jackson didn't play the fourth quarter. Ish Smith though did, and Ish Smith look. Ish Smith is one of the best backup point guards in basketball. Oh Let's yeah. Point that out. He's taking Ish. Yo, nicely done. John on fire. John's really on John's fire. John's on fire. John is That high ball man. It must have had a little extra something in it. I'm awake. I'm woke. Oh, there you go. Uh, other notes, Avery Bradley starting to fit in now. Really? We were judging him a little early in the season, yeah, yeah. so you could tell he's starting to fit in. Agreed, not as good of a defensive player as I think we all like to say he is, because we all just like to piggyback off what everyone else says. But he's a, he is a good he's a he is a very good defensive player. It's just I don't I wouldn't say he's elite. Mm. He's not Tony Allen out there. Gotcha. Um, Stanley Johnson. Apparently, this is the guy that everyone's like looking towards to. Make or break, basically. It's, he's, he's, he's playing the Harrison Barnes role from a few years ago where it's, hey, you gotta make that leap, buddy, or I think he's on a contract years, which is basically what the issue is. So he's, uh, he's potentially out of there. Um, but the biggest star, which we, we've spoken about before, Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is an all-star. Resurging year. I mean, but he's had like decent years, but he was always that guy that we were talking about, like good player, bad team, someone's gotta score. This is a good team, good player, and he's good scoring. Good player, good team. He is really fun to watch. Uh, I was that was probably my biggest takeaway from just watching, like every like following them and watching them. 
Stan Van Gundy is always is still one of the more, most entertaining like faces to just look at during an NBA game. All the cutaways are always great because he just looks miserable he or also angry. He one of my favorite all-time social media videos where he was like demonstrating dribbling <laughs> yeah. drills, and he's yeah. just he was like he's doing all these like spin moves and between the legs. He has. Nice. Stan Van Gundy's got some handles. Oh, that's not oh. the one I was thinking of. Did you see the picture where they, he was like right next to a bike and he looked like a hip hop album? I think I've seen that one too. I think I, think I, ha I remember yeah. vaguely, but not 100% sure. Sorry, Will. No, it's all good. Um, so uh, otherwise, so the number two seed in the uh, East, they're not the most entertaining team. Like I said, I'd still rather see some Boston and Cleveland and Bucks and, and Knicks, but Really Knicks getting in there. You know what, man? You give me some Porzingis and some drama in the garden. I'm, it's at least from an entertaining pers entertainment perspective, not a bad X's and O's. X's and O's. The Pistons are good. They're legit. Um, unlike the Magic, I think they're gonna stay around that top five uh, range in the East. Um, good for them. Good for Stan Van Gundy. Good for Detroit, who's it's a great basketball town that hasn't had a good basketball team in a while. Um, and yeah, also, one like one little thing that I would not have known about if I did not watch them, Andre Drummond, much better passer than I thought he was going to be. They're running a lot more um, through him, which I was not expecting mm. to see, and he is a good passer. Not, you know, like, obviously not the Jokic level, but much better than I would have ever thought if I didn't just sit there and just really watch a Pistons game. So, so is he... Is he still like the pick and roll guy? That's what they're they're doing a lot less pick and roll, a ton less pick and roll. I think the percentages I was listening to I actually listened to a Detroit Pistons podcast and they were talking about how the percentages of pick and roll is, has gone down. I think forty percent this season. So well, that was so, fun. Yeah, we need to keep doing this. Uh, I don't know if we have time to pick next week's teams we'll, right we'll now. Do it, we'll do we'll, okay. We got a little break because of Thanksgiving, so. But we'll yeah. we'll definitely come back next pod with another three teams that we're yep. going to report on. Yep. Uh, we'll do it you, offline. You left out the Little Caesars Arena. Oh God, yeah, I didn't. On, I man. actually learned that as well <laughs> during uh, this. Did not know that was what it Little was called. Little Caesars is delicious. Much better than Papa John's. Yeah. Got him. I agree. Yeah. Uh, our man crush of the week. I'm gonna go first. Uh, I'm gonna bring up the man that we basically started off this show with. The process. He is my man crush for all the reasons that we talked about and. Because I read a stat this morning that I uh, purposely left out earlier so I could bring him up in the man crush. Uh, he's outscored Lonzo Ball at the Staples Center this season. Joel Embiid has seven. <laughs> <laughs> that wow. was a really funny Joel Embiid, wow. Joel Embiid in games against the Lakers and Clippers has 78 points <laughs> at the Staples Center. Got Lonzo <laughs> Ball in the entirety of this season has 52 points at the Staples Center. That was a great stat. Wow. Joel Embiid, my man crush. <laughs> drop the bike stat. That's amazing. That was, I don't even. I don't. I can't even beat that. No. Uh, I don't got. Well, I, I might just have you, to make my man crush John now because that was a great. Stat. John is our man crush. <laughs> you want me to go next? Or you want to go uh, next? My man crush. They call him Cat. Kitty oh. cat. Kitty cat. Meow. Uh, he had a good quote on medical marijuana, which I think is evolving in culture. Mm. He said, uh, you know, it should be looked into in the NBA, and uh, Towns would have some personal experience with that because his girlfriend's nephew has autism, and uh, he's been treated with medical marijuana, and it's had positive effects. So uh, just a short quote. Towns said, uh, we're NBA athletes, but we're not superhumans. Some of us have conditions that medical marijuana could be helped with. So I thought that was just an interesting perspective. He seems to be using his voice more for someone who's only 21. And I'm in for that. Yeah, the nice. young NBA players, guys like Kat and Jalen Brown, 
players like that. The league's in good hands uh, as far as the future is concerned. Nice. Outside of Embiid. <laughs> and, the, and the god. And the god. Um, uh, mine is uh, Lynn manuel Miranda, uh, oh. my fellow Puerto Rican. He's returning Rican. to Hamilton. Yes, this, which is exactly why I'm, I'm giving him a shout out. Uh, so creator of Hamilton, Into Heights, just one of the greatest artists of our generation probably as far as just creativity is concerned if you want to consider theater a form of art, which I do. Um, he is returning to his role as Hamilton, uh, but in doing so, he's doing it in Puerto Rico. So he's bringing Hamilton oh, to Puerto Rico. Wow. I can't remember if it's a 30 day or 60 day residency he's doing at uh, a university outside of San Juan. Um, and basically it's to just bring back tourism to Puerto Rico, all profits that are generated through um, Hamilton, which is a hard enough ticket with him out of it, uh, as we've seen when it came to San Francisco. Uh, and obviously in New York, it's still most, one of the more difficult tickets to get. So all profits are going to raise funds for Puerto Rico, who is still suffering from tragic events of Hurricane Maria um, and Irma. And um, it's pretty uh, pretty amazing, and I'm really proud of him, and I think it's, it's an awesome job. Manuel. Yeah, using right. his power. That was fun. We'll be back at it again ASAP with some new teams. Thanks for listening. And the rent is still too damn high.